Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast. Today I want to discuss three common training mistakes I often see beginners and those starting back to exercise making. It's really tempting to go all out when we first are starting back to our training routine because we're super motivated. But this is the perfect time to ingrain those proper training habits and build a strong foundation. Because when we build a strong foundation, we can make sure that we're able to go full steam ahead and actually progress further, faster, because we have proper recruitment patterns and proper movement patterns in place. It helps us build that consistent training routine and avoid injury. So I want to share with you three common mistakes I often see beginners and those starting back to exercise making and how to avoid those mistakes. Mistake number one is skipping the basics. The basics are simply boring. But we're never above those basics, and an expert is just someone who's mastered the basics and always remembers to return to them. Those basics are those not-so-sexy moves that we need to do to make sure that we're actually activating and using the correct muscles. We want to think about the basics as building the foundation for our house. If you want a sturdy house, you have to have a strong foundation. If you build your house in quicksand, you wouldn't expect it to last very long. Those basics are the way that we're actually going to build that strong foundation so that we can lift more and run faster and move efficiently. When you don't build a strong foundation, you put yourself at greater risk for injury because you're not able to use muscles as efficiently and effectively during those compound and more advanced movements. And while I know we often want to skip those basics because they're not fun and they're not the sexy moves that we see everybody really doing on Instagram, those basics are so key if we end up wanting to progress further faster. Because when we dial on those basics, we establish that proper mind-body connection to utilize muscles more efficiently. So if we end up using muscles more efficiently and we have those proper recruitment patterns in place, we can then optimize our other movement patterns so that we can lift more and run faster. So just remember when you're first starting back, this is the perfect time to build that solid foundation so you don't put yourself at risk for injury and you can move more efficiently. If you skip those basics, you're setting yourself up to fail. Break down those compound movements. Don't be afraid to start with those body weight exercises and even isolation exercises to make sure you're using the correct muscles. Start at a controlled pace. Start with those simple movements. Master your own body weight first. Once you've done this, you can start to add loads and start to add in compound movements or even hybrid movements where you're really doing more complicated motions. Mistake number two is not addressing lifestyle factors that have added up. The simple fact is, is often we feel our age when we're getting back into working out because we're simply not addressing the postural distortions that we've developed over the years of sitting hunched over a computer. So before you really get back into that training routine, you need to make sure that you're addressing those postural distortions and compensations. If you've been spending a lot of time hunched over your computer, you need to make sure that you're including prehab work in your routine. You can't expect yourself to have proper spinal extension if you've been constantly sitting in spinal flexion. So it's really key that we make sure that all of our routines start with that prehab process of foam rolling, stretching, and activation. Through this three-part process, we're going to loosen up and relax overactive and shortened muscles. We're going to mobilize joints and improve our flexibility while warming up our body. And then we're going to make sure that we're actually activating underactive muscles. We're going to establish that mind-body connection to make sure we're using proper recruitment patterns during our movements. We have to remember that just because a movement looks correct, just because we have proper form, doesn't mean we're actually implementing the correct muscles to perform that movement. So it's really key that we establish that mind-body connection to know what muscles should be working and make sure they're actually working to power the exercise. So when you're first starting back, make sure that your routines always include the foam rolling, stretching, and activation in your warm-up. You want to think about foam rolling tight and shortened muscles and then using dynamic stretches to loosen up and mobilize your joints as well as improve your muscle flexibility. And then you want to include activation exercises, which are more isolated movements to really focus on those underactive muscles. 
For example, if you spend a lot of time seated at your computer, you want to think about including the glute bridge as an activation exercise. Through a process called reciprocal inhibition, you'll activate your glutes, so activate that underactive muscle, but you'll also stretch out your tight hip flexors. Because by engaging the muscle on the opposite side of the joint, you're actually going to relax the muscle on the other side of the joint, which is shortened. It's so key that we address the lifestyle factors that have added up so we can make sure to prime our body to move well during our workouts. This is a great way to make sure that we move more efficiently so we can lift more and run faster, but also it helps us avoid injury. Again, it goes back to building that strong foundation so that we have that base to build off of as we progress our workouts. This even allows us to progress more quickly to more fun stuff. Mistake number three is focusing on doing more over doing things consistently. We get really tempted to just go all out, do all these tough moves, and make ourselves super sore from that first workout back. But when we do that, we don't allow ourselves to get into a consistent training routine. When we're inconsistent with our training routine, not only do we not develop the habits to really put that system into place, but we also put ourselves at greater risk for injury. So we want to make sure that we're actually starting with a little bit less volume and training more frequently. This can even have great benefits in terms of muscle hypertrophy for stubborn areas. So when you're first starting out, build a schedule that almost seems too easy, but allows you to be consistent and train more frequently. Don't think about doing a thousand exercises or a thousand reps for one muscle group. Start with something that's even one round of one circuit. You might start with just 15 to 20 reps of a move or 50, but over time you can build up that volume. Often we realize that heavy weights or too advanced movements can lead to injury, but so can too much volume too soon. So make sure that you almost feel like you have a little bit left in the tank after each of your workouts and you could almost train the exact same muscles the next day. While you don't want to train the exact same areas day after day and you want to make sure that you're training muscles in different ways, you do want to be able to increase that training frequency to really build that routine and get in consistent training habits. We want to give our body the chance to rebuild so we can build that solid foundation and then get to more fun training techniques. If you're just starting out or just getting back into that workout routine, plan ahead. Create a clear plan of action to hold yourself accountable and give yourself that roadmap to results. If you guys enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher, and comment below if you have any questions.